Okay, so the time's on. There we go. Oh, God. Wait, wait what were we supposed to talk about? Earth and space. Earth and space. That's yeah. not podcast. Right. I like Earth. <laughs> I like Earth and space. <laughs> That's a topic of discussion. Okay. Hmm. So. What about the Earth? Is it round or flat? I'm going to say it's flat, and the reason why we got gravity is because it's constantly moving upwards. Exactly. So when the meteors like hit, it just flipped <laughs> over <laughs> and threw out uh, the dinosaurs. Yeah, it's like a dinner plate, and your dog hits your leg. He's like, That's exactly how God did the earth. Exactly. He's like, let me just flip a coin real quick. and just. <laughs> so you might go in space one day, find trillions of dinosaurs just sprinkled out. Yeah, they're just like, sitting in space like... <laughs> Still got like a caveman on his back, a little club and stuff. <laughs> okay, so like, how do we got Earth? How do we got Earth out of the way? What about space? <laughs> what about space? Space round though? Yeah, I believe is space is like an omniverse. If that makes sense. If y'all know what an omniverse is, it means like a whole bunch of universes put together. So like, I feel like they have like that thing. I think I don't know if it was Einstein or whoever, but they like came up with that. We have parallel universes and like oh, yeah, yeah, different yeah. substances or different things can happen in different ones. I do believe that was in that stuff. Involving black hole or black holes, so that was Stephen Hawking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that nice, could make sense seeing how black holes like stuff just gets sucked in and then they're gone. Yeah, like what if they get shot out to That's another place? Gone. Black holes are wormholes. They yeah. let out other places. Yeah. Like gravity dense. Densifies? I don't think that's a word. Is that a word? I think gravity is so dense. So that would be like. Well, the gravity is so strong that just nothing escapes. Get to the middle, and people predict. I guess yeah. scientists thought that it lets out somewhere else. Yeah. It seems like good. I mean, have y'all seen Interstellar? Uh, I've seen parts of it, but I haven't really seen it. This like... maneuver is gonna save us for you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was a good movie because, like, they do talk about, like, what he's talking about, like, going into a black hole and getting shot out somewhere else. But I think it, like, just made him go further in time. Pretty sure something happened. Because he was, like, super young, and his daughter was already, like, about to die. And then... Oh, yeah, that, like, one thing, yeah, he was, like, this one small maneuver can, like, cost him, like, 50 years or something like that. Yeah. And then, uh, that robot helps him out or some stupid stuff. Yeah. And then... He ends up going in a black hole, and at first he's transferred to like the fourth dimension, mm-hmm. where it's like where you can see the third dimension through different stuff. For instance, mm-hmm. like I don't know how to explain it. It's you weird. see it like looking at a piece of paper. Yeah. The second dimension, except you're in the fourth, looking at the third. Yeah, just like that. Uh, and he was like, he was checking fourth, out his fourth dimension time, stuff. which means fifth dimension, and I don't know. I'm gonna go off of Marvel Comics. Fifth dimension's imagination. <laughs> it's a place that exists but doesn't exist at the yeah. same time. That is crazy. It's like quantum theory. Yeah. So, what's, what's the reason why y'all are in this Earth and Space class and that we bring up this discussion? I told you it was an easy class, so Thanks. I just took it. True. So Lucky. I can have off periods so next year. I could sleep yeah. through the class and Coach Strong wouldn't mind, but then he does mind, so... <laughs> I don't Planet. get to sleep. No, I'm kind of upset, but it's whatever. I feel you. I took it because I wanted to read more about, like, I think the last class I talked about, like, a negative star. I want to know about, like, different stuff. Oh, the I'm, neutron uh, stars. Neutron stars, that's what I meant, yeah. How they're, like, so small and, like, dense. Like, all that stuff, is like, works differently from other things in, like, the universe. And I just like it because it, like, breaks our laws. And I think that's pretty dope. 
it's just crazy. I don't want to learn about Earth. I've learned about that since, like, second grade. I can care less about Earth. There's like, a lot about Earth, you probably. Grass. I know that we have 10% of our ocean that we actually know. We don't know 90% of it. Yeah. It's more like 4%. Oh, there you go. That's we even less. We know all about it. Just because we ain't done it. True. I mean, there's so much of it. Yeah, the pressure. of the Earth. Like. What I was thinking is, like, what if we, like, got a machine, right, and, like, picked up water and just let the ocean kind of, like, fall down but like store the water you know what i mean mm -hmm. and then so we can actually go down through the water without it being so much pressure and like killing you basically it's so, like just take out the water and then I just yeah like the machine like sucks bit. up like a certain amount of water yeah but we'd have to have it to most oceans are connected yeah which means like if you wanted to drain the pacific you'd literally be draining like more mass you, okay you could have a foot of water on yeah. every square inch of land on the planet mm -hmm. and the ocean would only go down by maybe a foot maybe less like even if you had a foot because think okay 70 percent yeah of the world is water which means 30 percent is land okay take a foot of water out of 70 percent you're gonna end up with more than a foot of water on the land true it covers more right, like square i'm not gonna say square inches more like square miles of like, like the earth i get what you mean yeah and plus it'd be hard to like sustain the coral reefs and stuff like that if you do take out the water so it would yeah. kill a whole bunch of ecosystems yeah like tons of things that true it's kind of hard it's nah. weird to think about it well, something i didn't know until recently submarines are built to perform better under pressure like they're built to expand in normal atmospheres, but as it gets lower and the water squeezes in more, it actually compresses the submarine into a better state. Like oh. a more, more like, like solidified. Goes, they the like they like design them to be better. Uh, the deeper you go, yeah. Only so why not just make like a huge submarine and then just drop that one and let it compress to its? No, 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 not like the atoms compressing. I just mean like the actual metals compressing. We don't know how to shrink the space between atoms yet. If we could do that, that'd be pretty cool because everything could be smaller but still retain its original shape and form, but keep its density. Yeah, it's like, like Ant-Man. Be like Ant-Man. Yeah. That quantum physics. Mm. It's quantum Heck. dimensions. It's crazy. That's probably what is after the fourth dimension, the quantum dimension. Or realm. Realm? Yeah. I don't know. Just like it's pretty much free space. Man, the, the way they describe it in Marvel is like, have you have you seen that joke anywhere? I don't know. I saw it in my saw it somewhere. I don't know. It was like a picture of it, and it was like the way Marvel describes it. It was like a puppy, and then over here was like a werewolf or something, yeah. like the real life thing. I don't know. It's weird. Marvel is really describing it kind of weird though. Yeah. It's like they're just trying to give you a rundown, you know. Yeah. So you don't have to actually be like a kind of precision. Yeah. Some universal nigga. <laughs> oh, oh, universal Light person. What <laughs> <laughs> minute are we on? One second. Yeah. Um. So, what's y'all's knowledge so far about like the universe? Like, not so much as like, do you know different, like the not Andromeda like, galaxy and all that stuff? Like, yeah, I just mean like, what's your knowledge about it? Like, what do you know? Like, it's ever expanding. Yeah. That type of stuff. Something that I thought about, which I'm pretty sure this is basic knowledge, but some people don't know, I guess. I don't know. You know how whenever an explosion happens, you still see things move inside of the explosion? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking whenever the Big Bang happened and the explosion goes outward, we're just part of an explosion. You know, we're just kind of happening with the universe still expanding. 
Oh, okay, I see what you mean. Yeah, so we're, we're just kind of like moving in, no, I wouldn't say slow motion because we're just moving in real time. Time is relative, so. Yeah, because like we're moving millions of miles on Earth right now, and we're not even feeling it, and we're standing still. It's yeah. so like in the Big Bang Theory, or not theory, the Big Bang, like you're saying, could be like we're just moving so fast, we're still. Like we're just like how we're on moving Earth. outward. Yeah. Like when you see like propellers, how they look like they're like moving slow, but like in your eye, they're moving like, crazy. Man, I never thought about it that way. Wonder where the wonder if anyone's actually figured out where the origin of the de, detonation, de, detonation yeah where the, the origin bang. of the explosion was. Like, oh, I've heard that it was caused by two atoms colliding. Oh, like a nuclear fission? Yeah. Some kind of fission, but it wasn't nuclear. Somewhere, but I, I, yeah, somewhere I mean like, like atomic in, uh, Houston or something. They were trying to remake that with like a facility. But they ran out of um, fundings for it, so they had to stop it before they could even start it. Oh, yeah, they're trying to get a whole bunch of energy off of it, right? Yeah. And try to, like, spread it through. That's oh, the next step right now. Yeah. Infinite energy. As soon as we achieve that goal, which maybe it's possible, maybe it's not. I think it is, but... I mean, we're if we constantly out figure out how to, like, split the atom, but instead of letting the, all the radiation and nuclear crap just... And so we, like, abs- contain it. A controlled it, yeah. fission reaction. Fusion. No, yeah, it's like our nuclear ones that we have, I think the plants are kind of whack. I mean, it does destroy our earth and like stuff like that. And like when it does break, because no matter what, you're eventually going to have one of those things break. And then you're going to have that flood of radiation go everywhere. It's that, too violent. That's the problem. Yeah. So I was thinking, I could, what if we could do this on a microscopic level? Make it so essentially, now this is like way ahead of our time, but what if you can make a nuclear bomb the size of a firecracker? Not the bomb itself, the explosion. I know what you mean, because, like, it's, like... you could slow down this reaction and kind of keep it controlled and yeah. contain it. And once you contain it, then you can actually use the radiation as a heat source, as a constantly... Yeah, decaying. like thermal energy. That's kind of how uh, nuclear reactors work. It's just decaying radioactive isotopes that are cooled, mm-hmm. but they use, like, this, the steam, I guess, mm-hmm. to just power big turbines, I think. Yeah. Could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. It's just what I've seen or heard. It's kind of crazy. It's crazy. We're like hundreds of, hundreds of years past the first steam engine and we're still using it. Yeah. Haven't figured anything else out. Yeah. I think we're kind of stuck. I think it's, there's like so much since we became from like that industrial revolution, there's so much that we started figuring out about our universe and Earth that like it just kind of, like you said, we're kind of stuck right now. It's really hard we're to still, focus on one thing. Yeah. Yeah, we keep finding new things. And they're just like, oh, look at this. Oh, look at this. Oh, look at this. It's like art news articles. Yeah. You know? They're like, oh, we just discovered how to make uh, some kind of supercomputer out of a quantum computer or something. I don't know. Something crazy. Yeah. And then the next day they're like, there is a, an inhabitable, pl- inhabitable planet over here. And it's like, you got to pick one. So you pick one and then two more decisions come up. And you just keep going and you avoid like half of all your decisions. Yeah. Never even notice. Yeah, like and that probably happens with like 18,000 decisions you choose one you're avoiding everything else yeah yeah there's this one planet I forgot the name of it it was some crazy planet but it's a little bit smaller than earth but it's almost exactly like earth with like the environment and stuff but they don't know what's on it because they can just like they can just see a picture but they can't really go into it and all that stuff titan's third moon which it or not it is Titan. Saturn? It's, it's Jupiter's third moon. Oh, Jupiter's Titan. I said that completely backwards. Um, we think it's habitable. Habitable. But 
we haven't actually been that close to it. We were sort of close. Uh, Voyager 2 did a flyby whenever it was going out, and now it's got out of our galaxy, out of our solar system, which is crazy to think about that we're just now getting past our solar system. Past our solar system. But we actually have a way to get to another solar, another solar system, the Andromeda Galaxy. Yeah. So they're going to use these things. This is just one of the theories, but it's going to be the closest to our time. Mm -hmm. This might happen in our lifetime. They're going to get a series of like 100 megawatt lasers in a grid pattern and take these little solar sails. That's what they're called. They use some kind of heat, radiation, energy to move, right? Also, you'd be traveling faster because so of the laser. They're going to move. At, man, it was either a quarter of the speed of light or like 80% of the speed of light. <laughs> Literally, we're going to take these lasers, point them at this thing, this little, I think it was like, a meter by something little sail just point it right at it and just zoom and send it and as it's going by because we can't really slow down light yeah especially something going that fast unless we had something else to receive it we're gonna send a bunch I think we're just gonna do flybys like take pictures yeah maybe some kind of information see if it's even habitable or if radiation from the sun's too intense something you know yeah they probably already worked all this stuff out but I'm not even sure how far away it is. It's far. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I can say. That's freaking far. I mean, if it takes nine months for us to travel whatever speeds we go right now to get to Mars, I that's, mean, like... That's on a good orbit. That's, yeah. like, whenever the planets are actually, like... Close. Close, yeah. so you can yeah. send right over. Can you imagine if, like, we had to go pick someone up because something, you know, they're injured, and they're, they're going to die, and we're, like, here and here, the sun's right here. And what are we going to do? Just go this way? <laughs> yeah, it's going to take a could, lot of years. I mean, could we? We could. could we go up yeah, and like fly, and then just let the the suns like because it's stronger gravity as you go towards the center. Mm -hmm. So like just like let it whiplash flash towards like Mars. They call it gravity boosting, I think, where they use spaceships. Yeah, and I, it was in. Uh, have you seen The Martian? Mm -hmm. You remember whenever they had to get back somehow, so they went around slingshot. this way, and then they were like, okay, we're not gonna have enough fuel to get there, but we can slingshot off of Earth's gravitational field and send us back. Mm -hmm. Which is gonna take forever, but you know we can still do it. So they go around Earth like this, send them back this way faster than they came or something. Because yeah. it's like, you ever been on a merry-go-round and you like you're around the outside and then you pull in, you start accelerating. Yes. Yeah, it's like that. So they like pull in, it sends them, and they just send them back. And then they use their energy, to, like the remaining fuel, mm -hmm. stop, pick up the guy, and then they went. But it was still a nominal course, you know, yeah. they were like super far away still, so I don't know, it's a maybe, it's a big maybe, I mean, it's also kind of like, if you ever played Angry Birds Space, mm -hmm. and you have to like use the gravity, the yeah, to like yeah. go around, so I guess a lot of ideas are gathered from that, <laughs> but, yeah, how do you think we're going to travel eventually to get to like the speed of light, besides the way of this laser? It's impossible to travel at the speed of light. You would be immediately, like, instantly obliterated. As far as yes, yeah, because like you'd be hitting uh, instant acceleration, not just like you'd just be going too fast because nothing can out accelerate light. It's the fastest thing that we know of, which means there's no propulsion faster than light that we know of we now, though. We couldn't unless we had a 100% efficiency, over 100% efficiency engine that used light in that fashion. I guess. Oh, I mean, kind of like like stop. Yeah. That was a hyper. 
That's just science fiction, but it's fun to think about, I guess. Yeah. It's 1140. Well, oh, I think that concludes the podcast. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. All right. Adios. Oh, 16 minutes.